0: Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. the Hashem BPJ number 64. That's bias Panimi uh, shear number 64 for the joint, both men and women. Today is a very, very important and helpful um, shear. It's going to talk about uh, healthy relationship skills in a very practical way. We're going to talk today based on the Terence Reels books and lectures about the real rhythm of relationships, the real pattern of marriages and relationships that are healthy. And in short, it's three phases. There is harmony, then disharmony, then repair. Another way to phrase this is that there is a closeness, then there's a rupture, a break in that closeness, and then the third step, which is back to the closeness again. It's sort of like walking, you're balanced, then an imbalance, then a balance. We all go through these cycles constantly in all our relationships, and it's a sign of a healthy marriage relationship. HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Knesset Yisrael through the day race, it works like that. There was a harmony when we were close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. then the relationship sometimes was strained over the history, and then there's a repair of bringing ourselves back. And getting close again, Takadish Baruch. Hu. In marriages, this is a healthy marriage. The fact that you feel ultimately wonderfully close, then things take place, normal things in life that creates a certain distance, and that is a healthy, normal sign. And then there is that attempt and that work on repair, on getting back to that closeness again. We are not taught in our culture. And unfortunately, we are not taught in our own communities this idea of how to handle moving from that disharmony stage to repair. How do we get from the point where we were close? Now we have a disillusionment, and the skills to get back from that disillusionment back to that closeness again. That requires skill. It's a normal thing, and very often many of us don't act like this disillusion this exists. Either they have this um, assumption that a good relationship is having sex five four times a day and marriage is all harmony like on Eden, or once you wake up and you see that it's not that way, you think it's uh, Gehenem, and both are absolutely false distortions. There is a closeness, then there's sometimes a disillusionment, which we're going to talk about. And the third part, which is the healthy, skill-related part that makes you grow like a human being, that has you become a wonderful husband and wife, is the learning, those skills, to get back to that closeness again after there was a rupture, after there was a disharmony. A good relationship is that, a harmony then a disharmony, and then a repair. That's a good relationship. The repair that comes after the disharmony. The back to closeness again after that rupture took place. That is a healthy relationship. That is a good relationship. The whole pattern. You have harmony, then you have disharmony or disillusionment, and the key is, listen carefully, not to get stuck there. What happens is is you get stuck there, You say, oh, it was, I thought it was this way. You're disillusioned, and now it's, this is not the way, and for the rest of my life, I'm I'm messed up. Nonsense. There's a disharmony, and the key is not to get stuck there, but to use your skills to get back to that repair, back into harmony, back into closeness. This pattern in marriage, there's a macro level meaning through decades of marriage you have this con- concept of harmony disharmony and repair and this could happen at every every single day in every even one meal you could have 12 times this happening of a closeness and then a little rupture and then a back to closeness again and it's a healthy pattern it's part of life and it's something that we need to learn so the first phase what the initial closeness the initial harmony when one first is kala hoshen kala for the you know is love without knowledge what is love without knowledge Sometimes you have people on dates, they speak for three hours, they decide this is the one that I'm going to get married to. And sometimes it is a soul connection. Love at first sight, is it such a thing, not a such a thing? Even if it, there is such a thing, and even if that's something coming from deep in your neshama, you feel that this is your soulmate, even if that is the case, the way it works in real life is that it doesn't last long. It could last for 12 months. It could last for two years or three years. When the kids come quicker, usually lasts shorter. But basically, this love without knowledge is basically that you're still in that stage where you don't really know them. You don't know that you didn't see their sock draws. You didn't see the imperfections yet. But then what happens? The disillusionment comes in. The disharmony, the rupture comes in. What is that? You start seeing the perfection, the imperfections, the imperfections start shining through. Now that is good. I'm going to repeat that. People don't like this. They get very upset and they get uh, shaken up by it. But when the imperfections shine through, that is a good sign. That's a sign that you're being human with each other. Culture does not acknowledge this disillusionment phase and it can be difficult but it does not have to be be as difficult as people make out because if you have this understanding before of love without knowledge that is what you had before you didn't really know the person and then when the imperfections and imperfections and flaws show up then you have something called knowledge without love Because now you know them better, you see their flaws, and you don't feel that love anymore. And then you hit the third stage, the repair stage, which is called knowing love, which is called mature love, which is basically you're fully aware now of the imperfections of your husband and wife and their flaws, and you love them anyway. So to repeat those three stages, the first stage is love without knowledge, where you just have that feeling of closeness and you don't really know them. Number two is knowledge without love. That's when the flaws come in, the disillusion sets in, so you know who they are, you see their flaws, but you don't feel the love. And then there's the knowing love, that third stage, that repair stage, that getting back to closeness stage, where, okay, now I have the knowledge, I see flaws too, I see imperfections, but I love them anyway. The first day of your real marriage is the day of the disillusionment. That is the first day of your real marriage. And that's not a cynical way of looking at it. That's a real way, life of looking at it. And it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. You get a mazel tov for it. This, when you get rid of the Dimion, I thought... I, I thought it was like this, and now I realize it's different. You're not the person I thought you were. The false assumptions that we had, that all of us has, when these flaws don't pop up in day-to-day life, and now it is. It creates a disillusionment. And the, the, the idea being is that this is a good thing. I finally get to recognize the real human to human. And... This is the idea, because what happens within the disillusionment state is because of our own errors in thinking. We think that once we marry, all our fractures will be healed. Once we marry, oh, then we'll fully get recognized of things that I didn't get acknowledgement as a child, my husband and wife will recognize in me. They will fill me completely. They'll, they'll, they'll be the person, that they'll, they'll be everything that I need in my in, in, in what I need to complete me in, in, in as a whole person in marriage. And the kinegdoi, again you have Rashish Pshat, which is an emistica Pshat, but there's also Pshat where Azer and Kinegdoi are both brachas. The Kinegdoi is just as big of a bracha and sometimes even bigger than the Azer. We all marry unfinished business. We become we, we basically feel we need to heal. But what happens is, is if you know how to handle this right, you know how to handle this disillusionment phase, right? You will recognize that this is the biggest bracha. We're marrying really the next step in our own psychological development. What we will learn, we're going to learn how to have good relationships. We're going to learn how to connect in a healthy way. People think that the bracha shamayim is easy street when things go always smooth, and they think, that's bracha. No, that's not real bracha. Real bracha is not necessarily the easy street. Real bracha is that when you are your true selves, you see the real treasure in your husband, in your wife, seeing the flaws, and then seeing beyond the flaws, and loving them for who they are, even with realizing what their flaws are. And that is the biggest shlamas. And that brings the biggest bracha, biggest concept of being sameach bechelkoy, and, and being happy with your lot and, and 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 having a full-fledged sip nefesh. So the idea is is we need to learn these things. We need we need to face ourselves. We expect often our spouse unrealistically to be what we're missing. I want him or her to give me what I deserve. And we need to learn how to get past that. And there are many skills which we're going to talk about a little bit here and then in the next year about what these skills are to get from the the, the disillusionment to repair, to get from that rupture to the closeness again. The first skill is relationship mindfulness which means this is the main main skill the shivish of all skills is what we talked about in the last few shiurim, to get out of your adaptive child mode into your healthy adult wise functional grown up mode that is the side of it that is how you get from disillusionment and and to move to healthy Uh, wise adult and that's what gets you to where you need to be so and also another concept is is that the tone of way you talk trumps the context context me or the context of uh, content of what you're saying meaning that the tone that you use or that your spouse is using will tell you could tell from the tone whether they are or you are in that adaptive child mode or you're in that wise adult mode. And it to understand this is very easy. It's very easy to understand what wise adult is. And it's doable. It's hard, but it's doable. The disillusionment that we have when we experience it, it drags us down into our child phase mode, where we, we feel the hurts, and we feel those con, con, uh, um, imperfections, and it bothers us, and we shut down, and we have what we spoke about before, either we fight or flight, flight like stonewalling, or unhealthy, trying to fix situations. We'll learn in the shiurim to come how to have a healthy balance between being strong, and but at the same time soft and tender. The, it seems like a stira, but using this skill, right, will help you have these repairs. The site of repair is something that Terence Real calls remembering love. This is sort of like HaBen Yakeli Ephraim, HaKadosh Baruch who remembers when we went Lechtei Chacharay Midbar, and he brings, he remembers our advice and remembers the good times, and he's Ma'orach based on that. Same idea in, in a husband and wife relationship. This is the person you love, And you want to help get there again. You want to repair. And you don't get triggered with your adapted child self, which gets the fences up. But you use and access your wise adult self. And to be careful from these five ways of how the adaptive child behaves when they feel disillusioned and they feel disconnected. Number one is being right all the time. Number two is controlling you. Number three is unbridled self-expression or like venting. Number four is retaliation, nakama, And number five is withdrawal. None of those strategies we just mentioned will get you to where you want in marriage. None of these strategies that we talked about work. They do not work. They are not helpful at all. They are only hurtful. And know that it's the adaptive child in yourself that's using these unhealthy strategies that you use in these challenging times. And you need to reverse that trend. So the first one that we said about being right, either you're yelling at each other or you're saying to your spouse, you were yelling. The other one says, I wasn't yelling, I was just being firm. No, you were le- you were yelling and you're going back and forth like a dog chasing its tail. And you need to recognize there's no place for objective reality in a relationship, Shalom brings together different perspectives. You want to be on the same page. You step away for a moment and you realize that no one has the authority to know what actually thing is. People feel differently about things, and you don't necessarily have to be right all the time. You just need to understand things. Now, one thing very important to know it is, a, it is very, very common to feel a loneliness, a little bit of loneliness, when you are moving from your adaptive child self to your wise adult self. This loneliness is a healthy adult feeling that basically you recognize that I don't see everything exactly the way my spouse sees it. I won't necessarily always understand it, and I'm going to be accepting of that the wishing to always be on the same page all the time is a child adaptive child wish and so you will experience a certain degree of a loneliness of feeling misunderstood but that's a wise healthy adult feeling and don't be afraid of that feeling accept it and with respect and love recognize it and recognize that your spouse has a different view, and you'll respect them as well. And that ultimately will bring closeness. We'll continue Be'ez Hashem in the upcoming Sheer.